a really incredible video making the rounds on Twitter that shows a man sitting on a Toronto street in a neighborhood smoking his crack pipe in broad daylight right in front of little children playing. Right in front of them. Take a listen as the kids, of course, the parents were horrified. They documented it. Take a listen. I just had a hit, smoking right in front of my home. Love living here. Look, oh, did I mention my, my three kids are in here? Did I mention that? Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. Okay, so people do drugs. Doesn't matter your city, they do drugs. But generally not in the middle of neighborhoods in broad daylight. And uh, a lot of critics warn that if you bring in safe injection sites then you're going to start to see a wild west of drug use. And maybe this is all just a coincidence, but it seems to be happening because later in the afternoon, the same parents posted a second video of a couple of people shooting heroin into their foot right outside their house. And this is a very well-known neighborhood in Toronto. This is not like a lower than low. This is a pretty gentrified area of Toronto. Here's Michael, one of the parents, speaking to our Kelly Cotrera. The neighborhoods reached out to the cops on multiple occasions. They come out and they can only do so much. I mean, I, I, they, they do, I see them. They're out here. Like in the beginning, when we first moved here two and a half years ago, they, they were like, I was freaking out because they were here regularly, but it wouldn't be consistent. And they were, because they wouldn't have to be. This activity wasn't consistent. All of a sudden now, it's like 24-7 in and out. It's like a it's like a beehive. It's crazy. And then, uh, yes, there's groups of people like a convention. There you go. So is this the new norm? Someone has been warning about this and she's going to join me now. Sue Ann Levy has been making a stink about this. Uh, Sue Ann Levy, it's almost like you're Kreskin. Did you not predict that this kind of stuff was happening? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. You know, uh, I could see. The momentum building. It was like a train wreck waiting to happen. I've been using train wreck a lot lately <laughs> when it comes to City Hall. But yes, it was. Well, you know, when, when you get a father, um, you know, two parents whose kids are outside playing, and you've got a guy smoking a crack pipe as the kids play on the front lawn, and then in the afternoon, you had someone shooting up between their toes uh, on the other side of his house. I mean, this is Queen Street West. This is downtown Toronto. I get, mm-hmm. I get that there's going to be drug use in the city. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just like an accepted thing now. It's an accepted thing, and it's been totally enabled by City Hall. And, uh, you know, and I've been on this. I knew it was an accident waiting to happen, as I said, because when when the uh, harm reduction sites or the safe injection sites came into being, and uh, as I wrote uh, in a column today, there are nine drug overdose sites, one, uh, eight in in. Uh, have been created already or launched, and one more to come, uh, all in downtown Toronto, and many within a block of each other. Right. And I knew from what had happened in Vancouver, from the Insight facility, um, people told me it was like a Dante's Inferno yeah. around that facility. And I knew that this was was just going to happen here, whether the politicians you know, decided to acknowledge that fact or not. And, you know, of course, the drug advocates, and as I call it now, a drug industry, mm-hmm. they all, or the helping industry, whatever you want to call it, I don't happen to think safe injection is the way to go. I think it feeds addicts their poisons, but safely. Um, but 
I, what comes with drug in, injection, safe injection, drug dealing, yeah. crime, um, lawlessness, uh, people uh, being disorderly, uh, urinating and defecating on the streets. And, you know, we're, unfortunately, Alex, I fear that we are turning into a San Francisco with these progressive policies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know what's going on in San Francisco, but they have just canceled one of the biggest conferences that has right. been held there for, for 25 years, as I understand, because it's gotten so bad there that people felt unsafe. Yes, and uh, this actually, this news story just came out yesterday that this huge conference was canceled, and the word has gotten out uh, that people are, are uh, actually, people are fearing walking uh, in certain areas of the city uh, where, you know, the, I guess the druggies are lying around, the homeless, uh, there's all, the, the place is a mess, litter isn't being picked up. And let me tell you, I went out on Wednesday, and I have a piece appearing on the weekend, mm-hmm. where I visited the sort of the roughest spots, what I perceive to be the roughest spots. One is a huge tourist area, Young Dundas Square. Right. Around there, around the harm reduction site at the corner of Victoria Street and Dundas. Uh, and it is an, a, a Dowdy's Inferno brewing. Uh, I saw lean-tos. I saw women screaming, a woman screaming, who had just been shot up um, as a tour group, mm-hmm. as a tour group <laughs> from Mexico walked by of young kids. She's yelling obscenities and banging on the window of a restaurant. What are the, re- what are the businesses telling you? Uh, I just spoke to the BIA, uh, the head of the BIA uh, earlier this afternoon, and he said it's, it's a mess. Uh, the public health, Toronto Public Health, is not taking uh, responsibility, which I found as well, not taking responsibility for the fallout from these safe injection sites. Uh, then people are shooting up on the streets. There's needles, dirty needles everywhere, litter, as I said, uh, urination, defecation. I hate to say it, but this is what's happening. And I saw it. I saw the mess. I was down at Dundas and Sherburne, where there's a couple other harm reduction sites. I walked with a group of people who, law-abiding citizens, residents who've lived in that neighborhood for 30 and 40 years and are afraid to go out to the corner of Dundas and Sherburne at night because, again, another Dante's Inferno. And in the afternoon, the middle of the afternoon, and I get very passionate about this because it really upset me, in the middle of the afternoon, I saw people lying on the streets, you know, lying on the sidewalk, drugged out of their minds, um, and, of course, that they're getting their safe injection inside the church at the corner of uh, Dundas and Sherburne. Yeah, right downtown. But, you know, I feel for these parents because they're not of, of huge money. You know, yeah. they let their kids out. This is in an area of Toronto that has gentrified, and there's a lot of businesses, a lot of parks in that. And I guess we're now just turning this new chapter where we're just supposed to be compassionate and walk on by as people are are well, ingesting. It gets, it gets worse than that, though, yeah. Alex, because, um, you know, for example, in Moss Park, uh, which has just shut shop and they've moved across around the corner, and there's another at Fred Victor Center, uh, all in the same stretch of Queen Street East, just east of, uh, you know, sort of east of where you're talking, um, they uh, they... The, the, 
the um, the mess on the streets. The mm-hmm. people are are talking talk to me about the vandalism and the crime and uh, and and things going on all day hours of the day and night. I saw a young man who had just uh, obviously shot up or been shot up and uh, was screaming, absolutely screaming, again in the middle of the afternoon. And this is a public park. Right. Yeah. And and I feel for these people because I do know it's an illness. But at the same time, I think people in the city of Toronto, homeowners certainly, have um, it, it have every right to have an expectation of a safe neighborhood. Uh, and that you have reported that cops are being told to stand down and look the yes. other way. I find that to be appalling and not to mention yes. reckless. We met, ran into a couple of police officers, and actually since I wrote a couple of columns this week about violence in the city, I've heard from many officers, and the uh, officers have all said to me, they've confirmed that they've been told to stand down, that all the tools have been taken out of their hands, and particularly around these safe injection sites, they've been told to stand down. The other day when I was out um, around Young Dundas Square, they had three security guards, three Three security guards standing on the sidewalk, and that lean-to is there. And I said, like, why is a photographer, Jack Boland, and I asked, why don't you take the lean-to? Why are you leaving it there? I mean, this is a tourist area. Oh, we can't do anything. We can't do anything. Police can't do anything. We can't do anything. And basically, with the woman who was screaming and yelling obscenities, they said they were just trying to sort of move her along or talk her down. Well, she was, you know crazed out of her gourd and she she went around the block and she came back and 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 it's beyond me alex why she's clearly got mental problems Mm. why they're shooting allowing her to be shot up or why they're giving her her drugs inside 277 victoria street she's apparently a regular Mm -hmm. okay so you're giving her drugs to make her more crazed yeah. and to yeah. act out on the street? This is our caring society? Yeah, I mean, look, if we if we have to have these things, I'm of the mind you put them where it ma- makes sense, which is a hospital. So at least you can right. keep the areas secured and get them some kind of treatment if that's the way they want to go. But to now have them popping up all over the city and to hear parents say, this is what my kids have to grow up with, to me is just, uh, you know, we're looking at, I think, a future that's... Possibly going to be like uh, Vancouver. Yes, and and, uh, one more thing I wanted to say is that uh, I heard from a teacher uh, at the neighboring school right near where the safe injection site is uh, at Young Dundas Square, and he said that, you know, uh, they come daily. They were coming daily during, you know, the school year and just hanging out in the schoolyard, hanging out in front of the school, doing whatever, being disruptive, and they've actually had to put up uh, increased hoarding and tarp to keep yeah. them away. Is this the way, you know, this is the thing. Like, there's no consideration of the people who are impacted. Yeah, it's ideological lawmaking, and it's uh, it's going to cost us all. But you made the prediction, and we'll continue following it. And, of course, uh, you've got that piece coming up in Saturday's Toronto Sun. So thanks so much, Sue Ann. Thank you very much, Alex. You take care. That is Sue Ann Levy. She's got a a two-day series coming up in the Toronto Sun on her findings out in the streets of Toronto. So take a a peek at that. And by the way, the family um, that reported this are now set up a GoFundMe because they need help to move. They are moving out. They've got uh, one very sick. uh, They've got a boy with autism that they've spent an awful lot of money trying to get better and healthy and very young kids. So they said, we've spent all our money on treatment for our child for some 
you know, uh, experimental treatment and they need to move out of Toronto because they cannot live with drug addicts on their front lawn. You'd think that'd be reasonable, you know?